Follow DJ P Dog Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram right now at DJ P Dog. What's going on, ladies and gentlemen? It is your man DJ P Dog in the mix, and there's no music, there's no jingle to come into this show because I've got a very special guest that's going to be joining me here today, and I want to get right to the piece of business that I got to get through before we bring on the guest. If you're just now tuning into the show, ladies and gentlemen, my name is DJ P Dog in the mix and thank you guys so much for hanging out with me here on the djp dog in the mix podcast listen if this is your very first time listening to the show do me a favor if you're listening by way of itunes apple podcast google play iHeartRadio, do me a favor hit that subscribe button and make sure that you don't miss any episodes of the show i'll greatly appreciate that and if you are a regular subscriber and listener to the show do me a favor leave a comment leave a review it helps me out in the ratings a little bit it gives some more exposure to the show so if you've been enjoying it please take those few quick seconds and make that happen all right hey listen this show is being brought to you guys by GAC G-A-C which stands for God Almighty Creator and GAC is an American streetwear brand which launched in 2016 GAC is the acronym for God Almighty Creator, and their mission is to push the importance of knowing that God is the ultimate reason for human creativity. They communicate to their audience by using a nostalgic and laid-back approach that spreads positivity through their brand. The lightning bolt is a symbol for light in a dark world, and their slogan is never limited, which refers to Philippians 4.13, which states, I could do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Check out my friends at GAC. Okay, by going to their website, bygac, B-Y-G-A-C, dot bigcartel.com. That's bygac, B-Y-G-A-C, dot bigcartel, B-I-G-C-A-R-T-E-L, dot com. And here's a great, amazing deal that GAC is doing for all of my listeners. One, use the code word DJPLOG at the checkout and get 15% off. And if you order something on Friday, not only do you get that 15% off, but you get free shipping on Free Shipping Friday. So make sure that you guys check that out, all right? few couple of more pieces of business that I want to talk to um, you guys about. One, um, March is around the corner, and, and you know what we're doing here with March Music Madness. I'm going to talk to you guys all about March Music Madness after my interview with my guests. But I do want to talk to you guys about my website. Go to my website, djpdog.com. That's www djpdogg.com because before march gets here folks okay one of the biggest holidays of the year is happening all right i'm not talking about valentine's day because that's come and gone i'm not talking about president's day i'm talking about the birthday of the one and only djp dog in the mix and i'm helping you guys out i've got my amazon wish list posted on my website if you if you even think about you know I want to hook DJP Dog up with something. Go to my wish list. It's on my website. The The gifts are not expensive. They're things that I need, things that I regularly use. You know what I'm saying? So if you, want to, if you want to hook a brother up, that's the place to go, man. I make it easy for you so you don't have to guess what to buy me. My wish list is on my website, djpdog.com, all right? Well, ladies and gentlemen, Valentine's Day is behind us. Okay, it is behind this. And I got to tell you guys, I had one of the most um, amazing Valentine's Day um, celebrations that I've had in a long time. 
All right. Because one, I got to be with my beautiful, gorgeous wife. And I, and let me let me make it clear because I'm about to put her way over right now. My wife is drop dead gorgeous. All right. Don't believe me. Go look at our pictures from Valentine's Day. All right. They're on my social media. DJ P dog. Just follow DJ P dog. DJ P D O G G Facebook, Instagram and Twitter. And, and I posted pictures from our Valentine's Day on um, on my Instagram and and whatnot. Go check it out, man. I've got a great looking wife. But here's what was so amazing. Not only did I get a chance to hang out with her, but we got a chance to go have a great dinner and spend some great time with some friends and made some new friends. We went to this small gathering here in the city and we we had this dinner. We played some games. It was great. But here's one one of the highlights of the night. We got to take pictures together. All right. And so they've got a professional photographer in there. We get to talking and he's, you know, asking me, what do I do for a living? I say, you know, I'm a DJ. He says, listen, man, let me put you on to something real quick. He said, this backdrop that you guys are taking this pic- these pictures on, he says, there's something very special about this backdrop. And I, it, I said, OK, well, you've piqued my interest, bro. What is so special about this backdrop that we're taking pictures on? So he says, first of all, let me ask you this. Do you feel the energy coming off of this backdrop? And I'm like, no, I don't feel the energy <laughs> coming off this because I, I, I don't know what, what is so special about this backdrop. And he says, bro, right where you're standing, he says, this is the very backdrop that I used to take pictures for the great Michael Jackson himself during his dangerous world tour. And I said, whoa, like this is something else right now. Like this is a piece of history, bro. Like how many people can say that they took pictures on the very backdrop that the king of pop, okay, quite frankly, one of the the biggest entertainer to ever walk the face of this planet, all right? Hands down, bar none, there's no debate about it, okay? One of the greatest entertainers of all time, all right? And we're taking pictures on the very backdrop that this photographer who took pictures for Michael Jackson traveled with him, you know what I'm saying? Took pictures of him in the studio while they were shooting the music videos like Scream and You Are Not Alone. This guy was there. He's taking my pictures on Valentine's Day with me and my wife on the very backdrop that he used during Michael Jackson's Dangerous World Tour. And this guy, is, is he was a very humble dude, very cool guy, man, great guy down to earth. And And a friend of ours that was there told us that you know, this guy's a big deal. Like they actually putting his putting his pictures um, that he took during that tour on display this very week in China. And so that was kind of that was kind of a cool little bit um, to, to, you know, kind of go along with our Valentine's Day festivities. And we're actually going to continue our Valentine's Day festivities this weekend as we go hit the theater to go check out the brand new film um, Black Panther. And so I'm uh, I'm looking forward to giving you guys my review on that um, after we go see that. All right. Well, like I said, man, after this interview, OK, I'm going to come back and talk to you guys about March Music Madness and close out the show. But right now I've got my man, Mr. Paul Porter, um, former BET executive. He's going to be on the show. 
He's got a lot of great things that he's talking about. We're going to talk about his brand new book, um, Blackout 40 Years of the Music Business. The dude has got a lot of information. And I'm going to have post-interview um, video clips available on my website. And I'm going to talk to you guys about that when we come back. Right now, here's the interview. Ladies and gentlemen, it's your man DJ P-Dog back on the mic once again. And I've told you guys that I'm going to do my very best to bring experts onto the show that can tell you guys all the things that I've been preaching to you guys for over the last two years. And I believe that the guest that I have today will... We'll do just that. Now, this guy, listen, he's a big deal, all right? That's the, that's, I try to bring on big deal kind of people, and this guy is a big deal to me, and hopefully he'll be a big deal to you. He's got a brand new book out that's called Blackout. It's an explosive look at the corruption running rampant in the music industry. The book has already garnered the endorsements of major cultural figures like Wendy Williams and hip-hop legend Chuck D., from the group Public Enemy, who called my guest a guru and a visionary. Like I told you guys, this guy's a big deal. His expertise and his activism have established him as a thought leader in the radio and music industry, and he is often sought out by major media outlets, including CNN, MSNBC, Sirius XM, Entertainment Tonight, and Fox News, to comment on music industry, culture, and race. And we've got him right here. On DJP Dog in the mix, I've got my man, Mr. Paul Porter. Paul, how you doing, sir? Good, man. How you? How you, man? I'm glad to be here. I like that big intro, man. I that's that's many of those. You know, I, I try to do big intro for people who are a big deal, and you're a big deal, like I said. Man, so. I'm I, I'm a big deal with my power company and bill collectors, <laughs> man. That's who I'm a big deal with. <laughs> if I'm if I'm still talking about light bills, man, uh, you know I'm. Uh, uh, you know, I put my time in, but I'm not that big, man. That's what keeps me moving, man. I heard that. You know, the bills don't stop. They don't take no holidays, right? No, nah, they don't, <laughs> man. That's what I heard that, man. Listen, because I know you're a busy guy. Like I said, you're a big deal. You probably got Fox News hitting you up on the other line right now. So I don't want to take up too much time from you. But I want to get right into it, man. How did you get started in the music business? You got a 40-year career in the business. You know, so you've seen a lot. You've heard a lot. You've done a lot. How did you get started in the music business? Man, I, I, you know, it, it's funny. The thing that got me started was, man, it was the local DJ who used to, I, I'm from New York, Queens, man. And in the eighth grade, he came to my school, man, a guy named Gary Bird. He's still on the radio now. Okay. Gary, Gary Bird came and he was doing spoken word at the time you know this is before rap and he had a record out with stevie wonder called every brother ain't a brother okay and there was there was just something you know when you little or somebody comes to your school and talks to you and captures you and you know that's when i realized words have power because his words captured me and i started listening to wwrl and Luckily, in my neighborhood where I grew up, two of the, you know, elders in the neighborhood were in the record business. One was uh, at Atlantic Records, a guy named Bill Staten, and another was married to the great Nina Simone. Oh, wow. And, uh, you know, I got to see groups back in the old days, and, you know, one thing led to another, man, I was 
I was a fake hoop star in high school, <laughs> went to college up in Boston. Okay. And, uh, you know, after after the basketball season ended, I, I got into college radio. That's why I do a lot of lectures and talking to kids. And sometimes when you volunteer and do things, you pick up some skills. Absolutely. And my little, little, little college radio station, I talk about it a lot in the book, Blackout. You know, it, it's funny, man. We've just had some great people come through Northeastern University's radio station. You know, Wendy Williams was at my yeah. college station. Uh, a guy named Darius Walker, he's the CNN bureau chief. Jay Dixon, he programs Hot 97 and uh, so on and so forth, man. There's like 15, 20 people that. You know, we used to go up and we took a hobby and turned it into careers. And uh, yeah, you know, it, it, it's it's powerful. You're you're right, man. I tell artists all the time. Listen, don't don't overlook college radio. You know, I'm a college radio guy myself. My career started out um, in college radio, so I can definitely attest to how that hobby could turn into a, a great career. And so that's a that's a great story on how you got started. So you you've gotten into the music business. And you hit a a roadblock, if you would. Yeah, some may call it a roadblock or a pit stop or whatever you may want to call it. But you got to a point where you had to challenge a radio station um, that you were working on, working with, um, about some songs that they were playing. And I heard you talk about this in, in other interviews, and I want you to kind of, you know, talk about it very briefly here on my show. But more importantly, I want to talk about, you know, what led to your um, you know, your conviction of hearing what was being played on the radio and you feeling like, you know, hey, the kids are listening to this. You know, we got to put a stop to this. What what got well, like, well, well, yeah, first, talk about that. Man, uh, well, let me let me admit it didn't happen right away. Okay. It took me a long <laughs> time because, you know, I, I, I was working in, you know, Boston, D.C., uh, I was working all over the place, and I was having a lot of fun, man, and doing all the crazy stuff that I talk about, you know. But after a point, you know, I started to, you know, mature and take take a listen to the content. And as the content started changing, you know, I was the first to, you know, believe in rap and everything else and hip-hop. Yeah, but some of the messages started getting darker and darker, man. And there was this record that was on the air with uh, I was at Kiss and Hot ninety seven was our sister station, and the name of the record was uh, Raw Digger. The hook used to be "Got to beat that bitch with a bat." Got to beat, and I kept saying, you know, we used to day part songs like that, and edit songs and. You know, the, the they they wouldn't play that much, but it started getting worse. So I gotta tell and you, I, 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 gotta, I, I gotta tell you, I gotta, I'm gonna have to go back and bleep that out, Mister Porter. This is a family show now, so okay. I just wanna, but, forgot to give but, you that you information. You know, the word, the B word, is like, I mean, a five year old hears that word. Right. True. This is true. And, and, and now that things have changed, you know, like the the asshole word you're hearing on CNN, and I, I mean. But anyway, but back then, man, it was real different hearing that record in every day part. And I was volunteering at a school in Queens with students and a young sister, Latia, I think she was in the eighth grade then. 
she came up to me with a note crying. And I'm like, what's wrong with Tian? She said, Mr. Paul, Mr. Paul, can you get this song off? And it was the song that kept bothering me on the radio. And I'm hmm. like, why, why, you know, why is a 12 year old asking yeah. me about the content of a song? Well, why is a 12 year old asking me to get this song off? And she said, my mother got beat up by my father. He beat her with a bat, and wow. she's in Roosevelt Hospital. Wow. And it was like a light bulb went off, you know, and I looked at her, gave her a hug, and I said, I'm going to try to get this record off the radio station. And, you know, I battled with management and the program director, and they, they basically said no. But I wrote, I emailed the president of Emmis Broadcasting. He's still the president. And to my surprise, you know, he answered because he saw it was coming from one of his New York stations. Long story short, they took the records off. But the next week, my general manager called me in and he took me off the radio. And I never worked in commercial radio again. You know, he gave me this lashing out. You know, I went behind his back and I went back to the owner and he said, Oh, that's not why we're getting rid of you. Hey, man, I lost my house. I was sleeping in my car. Wow. And, uh, you know, it, it was a tough time. You know, I went from making six digits in New York to nothing. And, you know, I bounced back. But that's when I started taking activism seriously. And I formed a nonprofit. I got a website called raprehab.com. That I talk about a lot of the issues and things behind the music, and that's why it was important for me to write this book, you know, because it was, you know, the story is the story of, you know, we use this word called consciousness. Yeah. But not too many people are conscious of what they're doing, or what they're listening to, or what they're saying. And, you know, corporate America, the only consciousness with them is green. If it's money involved, they'll do it, even though everybody has values at home. But, you know, so it got, it, it, I mean, it, it's it's a story that, uh, you know, that I've lived in passionately for over the last 20 years. And I got to admit, I'm losing this battle. Hmm. Let me Let me ask you this, Mr. Porter. You know, do you feel like there's because I, I talk to a lot of artists and a lot of artists that I, I run with are more of the the conscious rappers and they feel like, you know, radio's not giving them any love, not giving them any play. Um, but then I hear a lot of these artists that do get the love on the radio. And when you actually talk to them, you find that a lot of them don't even really believe or live the lifestyle that they rap about. Do you think that there's like a, a, a higher agenda behind getting records like that on the radio well you know? I, I, I you know you know i i hear the conspiracy theories but i think the 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 record industry has been stuck on stupid now for 20 years i think it was on purpose for a while that they went gangster back in the day because it was a suburban thing and, and, and the white kids in the suburbs loved hearing some of the issues that were happening in, in the inner cities. But, you know, I, I just think that we got bigger stories to tell. 
and I'm an advocate for all music. All I want is balance. Yeah. You know, every everybody's not 21 Savage. Every story, but, you know, if you put money behind 21 Savage, you know, one of my favorite rappers out who was nominated for a Grammy, Rhapsody's on Rock Nation. And nobody can tell from, me that her album's not fire. But from North Carolina, the by money. the way. From North Carolina, yeah. by the way. Got to put that yeah, out there. And, yeah, and <laughs> nobody... Rock Nation hasn't put the dollars in the Rhapsody. But I own my own radio station now, and I play it in heavy rotation. But, you know, the politics of the radio and commercial outlets are, you know, pay to play. So let me ask you this, because you mentioned, you know, Rhapsody, and, you know, we just saw her at the the Grammys. But we also saw Jay-Z at the Grammys, and he was nominated um, for a couple of awards and, and, and had some snubs in there as well there's been some talks saying that you know one of the reasons that he may have gotten snubbed is because he's shaking up the music industry by doing what he's doing um do you think that there's any factual um you know any weight to that to those kinds of stories like guys who kind of shake things up you know the industry as a whole kind of start snubbing them and, and giving them the cold shoulder a little bit well i don't think that'll ever be the case for jay-z I don't think Grammy voters think like that. I think the Grammy voters split a lot of votes between him and Kendrick Lamar. But, you know, uh, if the conspiracy theorists believe that, you know, that's fine. That, that's, that's their story. You know, personally, I didn't think 444 was that hot a record. You know, <laughs> it, it, it got the big hype. Yeah. But, but you didn't hear it. 30 days later, you know, there was no big second single after the story of OJ. And, and sometimes that happens, you know. The Kendrick record was bigger. There's bigger records now. But we can talk about some of these other records, the Little Punks and the Black Youngster and the, you know, but, you know, I'm happy Jay-Z finally had Awakening. And Jay-Z's pushing 50 any day now, if he's not 50 already. But, uh, you know, I, I thought it was a great project for him. Though. Yeah, so let me ask you this, because going back to your statement about balance, why do you think we have a struggle, you know, in the business today to, to have that balance that you talk of? Because we don't own it, we don't control it, we don't program it, or, or, or we we don't search out to find what's best. You know, there's so many outlets now and with streaming and everything else, but streaming's the same way. Everybody goes to the Rap Caviar on uh, Spotify and, and labels of buying playlists on, on some of the Pandora's and streaming services of the world. So it's always about money and who puts money into what. Yeah. yeah. Very interesting, very interesting. So let's talk about your book real quick, um, Blackout. Um, 40 years of your experience in the business has gone into this book. Um, but I want to ask you, from your point of view, uh, what is some of the corruption that you've seen um, during your years in the business and why it's so important that, you know, that this book is out and the things that you have in this book, why is it so important for readers who are in the business to get a hold of this book? Well, well, first of all, man, you know, pay-for-play payola's been in the game forever. It's 
always been in radio. Yeah. It came in different forms, you know. Back in the old days, they would fly you out to parties and give you bags of drugs and girls and unlimited liquor and whatever else. And, and certain people got paid off a couple of, you know, $100 to play records in certain markets. But as it exploded corporate America... And, you know, in the mid-90s, there was an act called the uh, 90, 1996 Telecom Act. I talk about it in the book. Okay. The Clear, Clear Channel was iHeartRadio. They went from owning 100 stations to 1,100 stations in wow. a year and a half. Wow. So things just got duplicated, and, uh, you know, less people had power. So all of a sudden, people started, you know, having corporate control in markets all over the country. There were no more regional records anymore, you know. And, and it went for all formats. You know, like, there was East Coast hip-hop, West Coast hip-hop. Seattle had grunge music. Motown had one sound. But that ended. And everything got played... <coughs> the same amount of times all across the country. And that's what started hurting. And you had to pay off fewer people. So, you know, by the time I got to BET, programming BET in 96 million homes, you know, I left New York to go back to D.C. And, you know, I check in. I'm living in a hotel. And that's why I start the book off with it. I get a FedEx that Saturday from Karen Klein, and I'm like, I don't know no Karen <laughs> Klein. I walk up into my room, open the envelope, and it just says Karen Klein, Atlanta, Georgia, and it was three envelopes with $100 bills in each of $10,000. It was $30,000 in cash. Wow. So what do you do? From Karen Klein. Yeah. <laughs> and then I later found out it was from, you know, one of the biggest indie promotion men welcoming me to programming BET. And I'm like, <laughs> wow. You ever find out who Karen was, by the way? <laughs> no, Karen was a fake name. It was this, <laughs> you know, but program directors all over the country would get their FedExes on Saturday. Wow. Yeah, And, you know, like. And imagine, you could be in a smaller market like a Hartford. And, um, you know, and I talk about it in the book and break it down. You could be in Hartford, so every ad that you do for your radio station, you get $500. So if you add seven records in a week, you get $3,500. That's good money if you're, if yeah. you're making yeah. $50,000 and you can make... Ten, twelve thousand dollars adding bad records, yo, that's a great formula. You gonna add the bad record? Yeah, <laughs> and you're not gonna think about it because money always talks, and um, you know, it just kept happening, and you know, I decided to fight back, and I, I break it down in the book, and nobody can dispute what I'm saying. Are people upset that I talk about it? Of course, but uh, I just thought it was necessary, and uh, it, it's got to change. You know, I've been on panels. I've 
talked on Capitol Hill. I've been to the FCC, had the commissioner on panels, have told them how it's happened, been interviewed by 2020. But basically, nobody wants to investigate and nobody wants to stop it. You know, the FCC doesn't have the money to investigate it. Wow. Even though I told them how to track it, and so anyway, I'm hoping that hoping that uh, blackout opens some eyes, and it has been absolutely. As a matter of fact, anybody who wants one, you can get it at blackoutthebook.com. That's where I sign them and send them out personally. Absolutely, absolutely. Now, listen. One of the things that got me on to you, Mr. Porter, back in the day was your um, through your website, Rap Rehab, and I felt like you were doing a lot of great things to educate independent, do-it-yourself artists. Um, and I, I was rocking with you back in the day when you used to do the, the phone conferences and everything. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I've been rocking with you for a little while now. Um, but what are some of the – if you can leave – you know, because i got a lot of young, up-and-coming artists, and I mean a lot of uh, okay. young and up-and-coming artists that listen to my show – and that are part of my audience, man. Like, what can you tell these guys um, as they're beginning to break into the music industry, fighting through some frustrations and getting, you know, kind of hip to the game on some of these corruptions? What could you tell them? You know, prepare for a marathon and mm. not a sprint. It's good. It's going to take time. You know, of course you hear those Cardi B stories every blue moon, but... <laughs> the average person that takes time and knowledge. That's why I put Rap Rehab together. You know, there's a section, Brain Food, Do yeah. It Yourself. There's a lot of knowledge out here. And you can't cheat yourself and think you're going to do well at something without studying the game. You know, I mean, if if you're going to be a doctor, you go to college. you got to learn, and, and and your circle has to be small and tight. There's a lot of people that will help, but the game now is being in the game. Everybody sucks your money up in studios with these quick schemes to get followers and all this stuff and not building a legitimate fan base. And that takes time and knowledge, and there's shorter ways to get there. And I talk to hundreds of artists every year, and and some people do the work. But most people aren't ready to put in that marathon time. You know, everybody wants that quick finish. And the quick finishes go away quick, too. Yeah, yeah. It's kind of like, you know, blowing those fireworks. You know, they look pretty when they're going off. But once they're done, they're done. Yeah. Yeah, so raprehab.com is um, is one of the places that I tell people to go to all the time. I tell them check out. And here's what's, what gets me, bro. Like, not only you, but others who do this, like, a lot of the information is just right there at your fingertips, you know? That's the power of the internet, man. And, and sometimes it's the same thing with my book, man. It kills me because nobody reads. Everybody wants a, a picture. They yeah. want to learn everything in a video. Hey, I highly recommend folks to Google uh, Blackout Paul Porter on C-SPAN. I did a 90-minute special on C-SPAN. And I was honored. They gave me 90 minutes to talk about the industry on a panel. And I have two of my boys on. And we sort of break it down in a visual form. And that's been applauded also. But, 
You know, you got to do the work and read and find a cheaper way. And you just can't follow the road because everybody goes down the same path. It's like if you're, you know, if you're in a traffic jam and one lane's empty, try the other lane. Yeah. You know, everybody wants. Yeah. And, and we get confused, too, man. We hear what's popping on air and we try to emulate that sound and not create your own sound. So. You know, and I know it's hard, but it happens all the time when you work and put the work in. Absolutely. So you said Paul Porter on C-SPAN. Yeah, Paul Porter Blackout. Paul Porter Blackout. Okay, I'm going to find that. um, I'm going to find that and put that link up on my website. Um, Yep, I sent you all that press. It's all in there with all the other interviews in it. it, it. You know. I break break it down uh, on that show for sure. Cool. So we'll make sure we put that up there on the website as well. Well, Paul, man, thank you so much for hanging out with me here today. Um, I definitely want everybody to go check out the website, blackoutthebook.com. Very small investment into your career and knowledge. Thirteen ninety nine. You can't beat that, folks. Forty years. You know, in the hey, business. that price is going up, man. I, I took it. It's nineteen ninety nine on Amazon, but uh, it, it, it's dirt cheap on my site now. There but, you go. Uh, you know, and, and, and you build a relationship because everybody, anybody who hits me on Twitter or IG Porter on air, man, I talk to everybody because everybody's important. You know, I tell folks when you meet folks, treat them the same. The seat. CEO might be the secretary in the lobby. In five years from now, she'll be the CEO somewhere else. So everybody's important. And, you know, I take time out to talk to everybody. And that's been my formula for lasting as long as I have. And, um, you know, and breaking into new mediums, too. That technology has changed things. And everybody doesn't have that capital, you know, to start an independent record up. I had a record by my cousin. Uh, Chris Porter, he had a record with Pitbull, The Water Dance. Okay. We got about 25 million views. I spent about $50,000 getting it on pop stations across the country. You know, we sold about 60,000 units, made more than enough in publishing because that comes back and pays you off. And it, it, it's it's a chance for you to find out, too, when you study the different ways to make money absolutely you know and and touring we got the number one record in dubai and we finally signed with universal in the uk because the deals here were slave deals everything that were offered you know it was no money but you know and it's two years later since we released that record we released another record you remind me and it's doing great overseas it went number one on shazam in dubai and you know we got seven tour dates with over two hundred thousand dollars in income coming from that so there you go there you, you know go. it's a world market now that's the beauty of it absolutely and and to to your to your credit bro like honestly the fact that you're even on my show and i gave you that big intro with all those outlets you know the fact that you're on my show proves that what you're saying is absolutely true um, I didn't have to run through hoops to, to get you on the show, and I definitely appreciate your time. Uh, but one more time, man, give them your social plugs and everything and that website one more time. 
Uh, yeah, the website is raprehab.com for the book. You can uh, get it at blackoutthebook.com. I sign all of them. I put my phone number in it so people can contact me. There's a, uh, a Facebook page, blackoutthebook.com, and my Instagram, Twitter uh, is uh, Porter on Air, Porter on Air. And I got a radio station too, man. We play hip hop and R and B in Orlando. It's called The Wire, ninety eight point five, and we got an app. And, and the beauty about the radio station, I don't play all the gangster records, even though we have a limited signal that goes about twenty five miles around Orlando. The best thing, the station's a little over a year old. In October, November, and December. We came out as the first station rated by Nielsen, the rating service nice. that ever came out in Arbitron. You know, we got a one share, and that's huge for a little station like that. And, and we're beating the big boys. We just beat the iHeart station here, wow. you know, the hip-hop station. But we're doing it by playing good music, by playing Rhapsody, and still playing the basics, the Drakes and Yo Gotti's, but... I'm not playing records that are going to go over the top, <laughs> you know, and some of these records are painful to listen to. Yeah. And the beauty is I remember how records inspired me when I was younger. I learned a lot by listening to music. And uh, I'm hoping that everybody picks up their IQ and their energy level, too, by listening to good records, hip-hop, rock, R&B, whatever. You know, but there's a message in music, man. We went from the lyric lyricist to the lyrically challenged. And uh, I give credit to those that, that write good music. Well, Mr. Porter, man, I appreciate what you're doing. Yo, stop the Mr. Porter. It's Paul, <laughs> man. I'm not that old, man. All right. I'm Paul. Uh, Paul Porter. Paul, All thank right. you so much for hanging out with me, man. Listen. I know, like what you're what you're doing, bro, is you you've paved the way for guys like myself. Even though I'm 15 years in the game, you know I've got guys who are coming behind me, and so yeah. um, I feel like guys like yourself, man, have paved a great foundation you know, for us to build on. Paved the way for me. That's how yeah. it's supposed to be done. Man. Absolutely. If you can't reach back or, or teach up folks, man. Then that's how I judge success, what you can do for others. Absolutely. Absolutely. And and what you have done for me today, brother, is is huge just by coming on my show. And um, and I hope a lot of people who listen will not only go follow you and check out your website, but also purchase your book um, as well as I feel like the information that you have in there is invaluable, man. So thank you for what you're doing, bro. And um, just know you got some people right. in the fight with you. I appreciate you, P-Dog. Yes, sir. Y'all keep it locked right here on DJ P-Dog in the mix. Don't go nowhere. So there you guys have it. That's my man, Paul Porter. And um, listen, folks, go check out the book. If you're if you're interested in any way, form, or fashion being a part of the music business, all right, you want to go get this guy's book, okay? I've been bringing on guests that have been writing books, and I'm bringing these guests on, guys, because education is key, all right? You've got to educate yourself, so please go check out his book, blackoutthebook.com. Go to that website. Please go support this guy and check out the information. He's got other videos that he's posted online from different media outlets, and I'm going to have all of that on um, the podcast page 
of my website. You'll see the the graphic for this episode on the podcast page on my website. And on that page, under the episode and, and description, I'm going to have other videos from him. And I'm going to have that link um, from um, his C-SPAN talk. I got a chance to watch that panel. Great discussion. Even more information than what we got here on this show. This was just a teaser. So please go check out uh, my website, djpdog.com forward slash podcast. You'll see the graphic for this episode, season 14, episode 11. You'll see it right there on the podcast page. Click that and um, all the other information, the videos, everything is going to be there. The link to the book, the whole nine yards. I'm making it easy for you guys, all right? I'm making it easy for you guys. So once again, shout out to my man, Paul Porter, for joining me on the show. All right, ladies and gentlemen, coming up in just a few, ep- well, just a few weeks, really, we got March Music Madness. And March Music Madness this year is going to be a combination of me doing some great mixes for you guys. I've got some incredible DJs, folks, legendary DJs that I have secured for your listening enjoyment to come on the show to not only bring their expertise and their knowledge, but their mixes as well. Listen, I can't reveal the list just yet. And I, and listen, I, I don't want to, I want you guys to understand. Some of these guys are legends in the music business, all right? I mean, some incredible things. I can't wait to reveal this list. These guys are going to be on the show. I'm also doing a series of live events. And so you can catch me in places like Myrtle Beach. You can catch me in Raleigh. You can catch me in Durham. And we got some other spaces that we're going to be occupying during the month of March, all a part of our March Music Madness. It's going to be a great time of music and entertainment that I'm bringing to you guys, doing away with the whole tournament style thing. I've enjoyed it for when I did it, but that day is done. All right. And so we're going to go ahead on and do this new thing. And I'm excited about it. And I can't wait to bring it to you guys. And that's all going to be right here on DJP Dog in the Mix. So, again, if this is your first time listening to the show, please hit that subscribe button. It's absolutely free. The, the podcast, as soon as we upload new episodes, it will be downloaded directly to the device of your choice. Listen to it. Then you can delete it and get ready for the next one. Whatever you want to do, it's all up to you, man. Once again, um, subscribe via Apple Podcasts, Google Play iHeartRadio, and all of my shows are available on djpdog.com. And you can also go to my website, find out more about me, check out my um, my tour page, find out where I'm going to be live, coming to a city near you, and you can book me for your events as well, djpdog.com forward slash booking, all right? Got a brand new video on my website, by the way. It is the video that I did for um, Myrtle Beach, we did a glow party in Myrtle Beach, and I got about a 20-minute video. I think it's about that long of the um, entire show. Um, we did a two-hour show. We only were able to put up 20 minutes of it. On um, It's all on my website. And so you guys can check out what my shows look like live, not the quick you know, promo videos, but you get to see the show, okay? And so make sure you guys go check that out on my website as well, all right? Ladies and gentlemen, thank you guys so much. For hanging out with your boy DJ P Dog in the mix. I will holler at you guys later. Please go check out my wish list. All right. I want to give a lot of you guys some shout outs. My birthday is coming up. Go check out my wish list on my website. All right. Hook a brother up. And if you can't, 
get me anything i got my paypal link up there so if you want to drop something in the bucket for the homie please do so i would greatly appreciate it all right thank you guys again so much for hanging out with me i will holler at you guys later one love peace follow djp dog facebook twitter or instagram right now at djp dog